Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss you're going to use a microphone or you're just going to yell into the ether I'll just scream I don't need a microphone we had voices back then we had voices wow uh oh uh oh no more drinks we had faces then we did a YouTube live and he drank (laughs) All right, are we ready I'm void. What's happening? Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality. Let's love. He put a ring on it. He put a ring on it. Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, 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 put a ring on it. Dance like an orc. That's how from, she, she lumbers. Yes, yeah, so I lumber. She when is I a dance. lumberer, y'all. If you aren't watching the intimate portrait, you just missed me doing a a Kim Yonce. She is quite the lumberer. She is quite the lumberer. <laughs> she is. Turn on Timey. Timey, y'all. This is Timey. Timey, help us, Timey. You're our only hope. Your only hope, Timey. Uh, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> This is hey. This is hey. I'm very loud right now. You're very. I've been drinking. You know, a little I'm gonna bit. shut the thing. Please, we're just screaming, y'all. This is hey. Uh, episode season seven, episode. I don't know. Feels like thirty eight by now. <laughs> all all the episodes, the seasons of hey stretch out over eons. It it just feels like we're never gonna get done. Um, and you know what? Now I'm just screaming. And you know what? <laughs> we were. I had to go shut the sound blinds to keep it because I'm because I'm loud. Um, 
we're so stupid. We got that's true. In. Do you remember when we thought this was going to be a good season of hay? I yeah, believed longer than you, admittedly. I, I lasted. But we both did believe. I lasted like two, two or three episodes. episodes. <laughs> I went like four or five, and then I was bitter after yeah. three. I, I, I had embittered after. No, I don't hate watching episodes. it though. I, I want to make that clear. I enjoy talking I, about it with you. I enjoy talking about it with you. So I don't hate. <laughs> I don't. I enjoy more what we talk about. I will. I said it last episode though. But no, I kind of hate watching. I'll admit it. When we saw Kimberly and Usman, I went, "Oh yay!" Well, you know you're going to be treated to absolute clownery. Clownery. And I'm. I wrote down the first thing. Well, well, let's, let's do announcements. Let's, real let's quick. do we announcements. Quick <laughs> announcements. We don't have much. Um, again, uh, Kate Casey's show, go to our link tree, our link tree link, December 3rd at the Improv in Los Angeles. We're going to guess. It's going to be a good show. time. Y'all, if you We're don't know excited. Kate Casey, the Barbara Walters of podcasting. Yes. The reality she just did life, a fucking interview with fucking Zena. She did. I haven't listened yet. I kind of don't want to. I'm saving I'm it for my bath tonight. Oh, then that you can tell me. slightly dirty, doesn't it? It did. I'm saving it for my bath this evening. It did. <laughs> do, you, do you always say a Sunday night bath though? I like that idea. Like a uh, ritual. <laughs> like a rich, you know? No, it's good to have self-care no, ritual. Just the way you said, like a ritual, and I yeah. just, I just stop me like drinking blood. I always bathroom. wash my hair on a Sunday night, once a week. No, no, no. But usually a Sunday <laughs> and a Wednesday. Twice a week is when I shampoo. It's like a self-care ritual. So, do you always do a Sunday night bath? It's not a specific, but I was going to take a bath. Oh, tonight. okay, good, good. I don't know if I'd want. To, I don't know if you're relaxed listening to Zenob. That's <laughs> true. She's just gonna make you angry. No, although Check y'all, out. although y'all, we can say Cole Zenob drama. Who? Who? Because there's been a boatload of tea dropped today. Yep. yep. Well, at, today and yesterday, because a woman named Hannah. Hannah has receipts. Has receipts for SK, who was dating her the entire time. time. While he was, after he filmed the show. After he filmed the show, yes. And said he was just doing that show for money. That's what he said. And then. That's what he said. That's that's what what he he said. said. (laughs) (laughs) And then, though, Raven is listed as fiance in his His phone. phone. But now Raven has deleted him from her, all pictures of him from her Instagram. The mess continues. followed him. Yes. These, boy, this is the messiest fucking cast. Um, Agreed. But Kate Casey's show, if you want to listen to it, it's called Reality Life with Kate Casey. That's her podcast. You can listen to. But y'all, I just need to say, after the altar is going to be lit. (laughs) It's going to be fucking bonkers. Yeah. I hope they actually talk about, well, no, after the altar is just the show. It's not a reunion. They're probably filming now. God, that reunion sucked. The more and more I think about that reunion, the more I get angry about it. No, it may. We had such a good one last year. I was furious. I think what happened is, is, is the Lachey's are more involved in the show now. Are they? I felt like they were producing as they were hosting. See, I think they were in it a lot less. Than... I, no, I think they were in it. I bet because they're producing more. They're not. They're producing yeah. more. I wanted Tan France to do it because he did a good job on selling Sunset. Yes, I Tan France would have been great. They really need a queen in there, <laughs> but they want a couple. Whatever. But... I like Vanessa Lachey a lot, y'all. Don't get me wrong. I love her. You need. There's some people that straight people are things things that straight people are good for. Hosting reunions 
are not that. No, you need I, a queen you need who a, doesn't have any obligation to anyone mm-hmm. who's gonna be like, who looks good. This is true. This you, is yeah, you were giving me a lot of attitude right then. Did you see? By the way, speaking of queens, did you see that? David Archuleta has officially announced that he is stepping back from the Mormon church. <gasps> yes. Good for big, her. Yes. She's, she's going on a Christmas tour again, but not anywhere close to us because I would go. I'm sure I'm, it's middle I America. I looking to see if he's adding dates because, oh, my <laughs> God, we love that Christmas that concert. <laughs> concert. It was so good. I wept openly <laughs> you did several times. Openly. Even after driving fucking two hours to get there. That was a nightmare. <laughs> That's when we did a podcast in the I car. will never drive with you again. When are we going to do our annual holiday road, sh- road there, show podcast? There's no such thing as an annual holiday road show <laughs> podcast. Be. People loved that episode. They yeah, I didn't. It. That's the thing. <laughs> when I don't feel safe, it wasn't a good time for me. There were so, some sissies who were very stressed out. They were because I was. They could hear my pain. Someone posted the others who enjoyed <laughs> my pain are horrible people. Y'all look like a year from now. It was a road trip show. I don't know what we covered, but it was fun. I, I think it was probably I, Love After Lockup or something. I had a ball. It was so much yeah, fun. Yeah, didn't. Didn't. <laughs> Even the Sonic we stopped at wasn't good. It wasn't a good Sonic. No. They're not. California they're Sonics? Be- nah. They're better eh. in Oklahoma and Texas. Eh. I tested that theory when I went back home and it was better oh the noise is happening but anyway my, my, my neighbor is i wrote on there is operating a cotton gin yeah, upstairs i wrote on david archuleta's instagram he probably won't reach out to me or anything no he's like give a shit about you but i left a comment and i said you and heather gay need to be friends <laughs> don't you think that could happen he i could do be, he could be in her choir he could. He'd be a soloist. He'd be the soloist every year. Be better than. Be better than. Um, away in, in a manger, manger. No crib for a bed. She even got the wrong word, words wrong. <laughs> That's right. Said, Little Lord Jesus, lay down the stars in the heaven sky. Sky. It's okay. It's fine. She's a converted Jewish person. I didn't mm-hmm. watch this last episode, so I'm behind a week. I haven't watched it either. I don't know why I've been saving Housewives for my plane rides. I just it's, download them and they, watch them on a I plane. I gotta say, this season has, I think it's Mary Cosby not being there. Um, and it's just not the same cuckoo I'm magoo. still, well, seeing Heather and Whitney go at it. Yeah. That's in nightgowns or in lingerie. <laughs> kind of was one of the, my favorite things I ever saw. Uh, there's, but I agree. There's, there's a... With Mary, oddly enough, even though uh, Jen Shaw's going to go to prison because she's guilty and ran a scheme and she's criminal, mm-hmm. and yet I love her. Yeah. Even though there's that, when Mary Cosby was there, you always felt like there was a little danger. Yeah. That's and gone. The only person who's making it work for me is Baby Gorgeous herself, Lisa Balo. Like... I've never been a big fan. No, she's getting a good season. But she's having a good season. She came off rolling, running high after the bathroom monologue. Yeah. You haven't seen Rafe Fines reading what? the, oh, you must. I'm what? making you watch it right now. <laughs> Him on Watch What Happens Live reading the Lisa Barlow monologue about Meredith fucking half of the Shut up. Yeah. Oh, it is so good. Oh. He's like, we prepared, y'all, and if you could see, he's prepared the beats. He had marked up his script. I love like him. Like 
y'all, an actor prepares. An actor so do, you prepares. Know and so does a bottom. And so does a gay guy. No, so does a bop. A top does not prepare. No. No. Hey, you should write that's your sex book. A bottom prepares. A bottom prepares. Because we and gotta it's just, do and shit. It's just me with glasses on going mm. <laughs> with your butt out. Yeah. But no, he 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 yeah, but no, but he, Yeah, but no, he, but yeah, but no. He did the whole thing. Meredith doesn't have my back. <laughs> She's bet, a fucking whore. I bet Andy Cohen was She's dying. She's fucked half of New York. Oh. I hate her. Oh, oh. Oh, it's so good. What you a must compliment. watch it after. What a compliment. It's so good. Uh, that, well, that monologue, uh, Lisa, Lisa's famous for things like that. Yeah. Um, but no, she's having a great season right now. I enjoy it. It's the only yeah. Housewife show I watch, so yeah. don't know how we got off on that, but that's us. <laughs> Speaking of holiday, our, our holiday live party. Holiday live! It's available. It's, a, it's, it's our YouTube live. We do it for the $15 tier of our Patreon, but then it will go up as a video for everybody in the everybody Patreon. Everybody on the Patreon. And um, we'll also make sure we'll do it as a post. So Patreon people and Supercast, you'll get a post about it too. So you'll be, you won't be able to see it live, but you can click on the link yeah. and watch the holiday video. So... But y'all, we're gonna be singing carols. We are telling holiday lore. Um, yes, and of course, <clears throat> the annual reading of "Twas the Night Before Christmas," my version, <laughs> Poodle's version, which I told him he because he wanted to change. I was like, "No, you've got to read it verbatim." You I can was add trying. A verse, to, I was trying to make it a little more family friendly. No, but you told me that I can't do. You that. can't change it now. It's a holiday tradition. Because I worry that as we become more widespread. No, no. This is only for our selective sissies here. That's true. When are we a family show? Never. That's true, y'all. We're never Never. a family show. Never. That's the thing. Your kids will never be able to listen to us. That's fine. Yeah. And that's okay. Uh, One thing. You know what thing that this podcast has helped me do? It, it has really helped me let go of being all things for all people. That's a great way to put it. it. Really, y'all, if that is my advice for you this holiday be you. season. Don't be when you're all going to the season and you think I've got to go do this for Aunt Connie. I got to go do this for Uncle Tim. I got to do this for my mom. Don't be yeah. all things because when all you're people. when you think you're all pe- all things to all people, you're nothing for no one. Yes, yes. Well, nothing for yourself. Really, true. That's true. So even more important. Yes, nothing for no one. So anyway, y'all, just let it go. Or as let it go. Or as Mother Poodle says, let it be. <laughs> By the way, that that merch needs shirts, to come back. Those, I think that merch is back. Yeah, I don't think I ever took it down from last year. So go to our. We y'all, really if you want, promote if our you merch store. You want to buy store. your mother a Let It Be shirt? We need to revamp our merch store. That's January. But January, January. we're doing we, that. We've talked about it. I don't remember. You don't remember. I'm it. still. I've, there are so many things we have planned for for January. We talked about this like a month, two months ago in a meeting, and obviously you have no memory. No, of I it. don't remember it now. <laughs> you don't even have the excuse that your father's well, dying gonna, anymore. I was gonna get my neck done then, but I guess not now because <laughs> I got shit to do. I have to push it back, y'all. She's gonna wear one of those dog cones. <laughs> for I a am. I'm looking for a RuPaul mask so I could be on video. Because none of us wants to see her like my plastic surgeon says I'm gonna have to be off camera neck. for like 
for like two weeks. Although I usually don't bruise a lot when I have my jaw surgery. Oh, I think you'll bruise with this. I don't know. I had an 11 and a half hour jaw surgery and he said he was shocked that I had no bruises. Why do I bruise for everything? You just bruise. And then when I had my sinus surgery, Dr. St. John said, you look like you didn't even have sinus surgery. This is shocking to me. I bruise quite easily though. I'm quite so, delicate. You are. Yeah. I agree with that. You're a good Scotch Irish stock that need to and Swedish carry hay bales. Yeah, Swedish. I mean, all I'm those women take a licking, and I keep on licking. <laughs> you were built to survive. Yeah, I was built to be in drawing rooms. You were. I'm made to be out in the cold, <laughs> eating potatoes, whatever you need. You were, you were famine ready. I guess I'll push the surgery to March now. <laughs> Great. Great. Y'all, let's jump into this. Kim and Usman. Kim and Usman. The, the first thing is this music that sounds like Fifi Dobbs. It's like, eh, eh, I'm going to do whatever I want and nobody can tell me. Oh, 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 because oh, I won. Because I won. And so, y'all, we're going back to his house because he needs her woman's touch in his house. We've never been to his house before in Abuja. No, we have not. It's good. Yeah. It's fine. And, and a lot of awards like, everywhere. He's like, I've got a hammer and nail. And she's like, get a hammer and nail because I don't do that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that kind of stuff. I just decorate. So they're hanging up his awards and all this. And he's like, I've jumped into a plane 72 times, but nothing makes me more excited, more of a rush than getting a blessing. She is wearing his USB <laughs> shirt. She is. Usman B. This is clownery. I love it. So he tells her, he's like, go in the bedroom and get some tape. And she says, okay. Okay. And she's in the bedroom like, oh, this is nice. I like this. This is cozy. <laughs> We're going to do this. And then she walks out of the room and she goes, what? Whoa. Whoa. I did not know that. <laughs> Does it Darcy? Yeah, she just Darcy. He's on one her. knee, y'all. He's on one knee. And Usman said, I, I want her to see my house, but I brought her here because, she, yes, she asked me to marry but I want to do it right. Because that's not my culture. Yeah. Then she goes off on a thing. She's like, you know, it's always been us against the world. Us it's always been me. There's like me against his family. And like, it's us. You're, again, this whole Bonnie and Clyde. Us, Kim. Us, Kim. <laughs> this us, Kim. whole Bonnie and Clyde mentality needs to stop, y'all. You can't just say, <sighs> Romeo and Juliet, no one wanted us to be together. It's a kink for people. And it's not healthy. It's A not lot healthy. of people love to do it. It's yeah, just, it's, it's not, not going to It's not going to help. Um, so y'all, uh, they, she walks you, out, she'll, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> That's exactly what she's, what are you doing? she starts crying and he's like, babe, babe. And he starts talking. We've been through Tanzania. Yeah. All Nigeria. that. Like, oh. uh, we went through so many obstacles. I'm hot and sweaty now. I'm hot and sweaty. You're doing about sweaty. Yeah. Now, do you think it's the real diamond? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, yeah, I don't. He's think so. a scammer. I think he's a scam artist, and so um, scammers don't give don't their marks real, real diamonds. And because she looks at, and he puts the ring on her, y'all, and her hand. She doesn't say, it, but her hand is shaking. And I just thinking, heard her voice go, "Thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah." Um, she you're puts thinking, it on. I'm, and she's th- like, I'm thinking. I love you, and he loves her, and they they hug while she's wearing the USB shirt, and that's where she says he put a ring on it. And he put the ring on it. So this is the perfect ending to my trip. And so she's like, "Okay, great. I got the blessing. We got the ring. Like, we, we should go yammy yammy in the bed so you don't forget it." 
again, as soon as I start thinking, maybe this is some type of fun, then it gets into, let me use you for what I know you're worth. We're, and we're right there. And I'm like, Ugh. yeah, it never gets easier for me. Never gets easier. Um, see y'all. So they, now, fuck. now we go to Abuja. I'm sorry. I thought they were in Abuja. Yeah. And, and she's like, I can kiss you now. I can kiss you. She's like, not really. Not really. <laughs> Still gotta wait. Smart. Smart, Usman. Yeah, smart. Y'all, she's leaving tomorrow. That's the big issue. Yeah. Um, she's gonna file for the K-1 visa. And she's like, I can't wait when you come to the, come to the U.S. And I can wait, like, wait on you. Like, she's imagining waiting on him at Mimi's Cafe. It's like, you want potato soup? Wait, does she really you work at Mimi's it? Cafe? Yes! She really does. She was a server. She, it, said, she said, I'm going to wait on you. Does she still work there? I don't think she does anymore. Now she's at the spa. Remember, oh. she, had a, she had a statement that says, I've left, I've left the lovely world of Mimi's Cafe. Oh, I didn't see the statement. <laughs> yes. I've left Mimi. And so now. It's a wonderful corporation. The wonderful cup, co- wonderful restaurant, great, great ownership. I would love a Mimi's Cafe right now. Can I get you some more yeast rolls? Oh, and a Kendall Jackson Chardonnay. Sign oh. me up. Mother Poodle loves the Kendall. That's Jackson. what it, I bet your mother loves a Mimi's Cafe. She does. She loves an Olive Garden more because really? it's unlimited salad. Oh, she loves their unlimited salad and soup. Oh, yeah. Oh, my mother loves anything that with the appearance of health, um, and it's cheap. Ah, yeah. Likes the booth as well. <laughs> Doesn't like a table. <laughs> Loves a booth. My mother likes a booth too. Tables are for suckers. She doesn't like a table. I no. hate a table. If I can be in a booth, I'm happy. I I think I prefer a booth, yes. Yeah. Yeah. More security. You don't know if someone's going to you can you're not it feels like if you're in a booth, someone brings a gun, you may be able to duck. Table, you might be able to run quicker though. True. No one gives a shit about this. <laughs> Y'all, and we're still, um, we're, we're a couple days past it, but uh, we're still thinking of people in Colorado, Colorado Springs. Springs. Yes. And again, we're going to come up with, um, we're looking for a charity right now for our sister. It might be up for, by the time yeah. we do this. It could still air, but it might be up by then. But um, again, y'all, just spare a moment right now to think about your LGBTQ siblings. Um, we're... Uh, every time this happens, which happens a lot, um, none of us feel safe. No. Um, and like we were talking on the last show that both of us, I don't think I've ever said this, but, but both of us agreed every time we go into a space, even because our name is Reality Gaze, we think twice, is someone going to come in with a gun? Yeah. Yeah. And so gun violence is real. Um, it happens everywhere. And again, I'm. I'm it's, well, no, we need. It happens everywhere in this country. Yes, it does not happen in other countries. That is true. Thank you. So it does not happen everywhere. Thank you. This does not happen in Britain. This yeah. does not happen in Canada as much. This is the thing here. because we live in a country where gun laws are extremely yeah. lax. Yeah. So it happens here. So yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for that. So our thoughts go out. We're thinking about I'm you. Send in our love and, and to spare those a thought if you're if you're an ally or even if you. If you have family and friends who are LGBTQ, check in on your your friends, family, and saying, "Are you okay?" Because in Colorado Springs, y'all, for some people, that was the one place safe they could go to to be themselves. Because it's a very religious community. Now they're scared to go there. Yep. 
So just think about that was taken away from them. Yep. So imagine your own church or some people think your own home. It's like people I know that, uh, like I know when, uh, I think she talked about like, I was watching that documentary, but like when Paris Hilton was robbed, she never could go back into her house again and had to move because mm-hmm. it was, it freaked her out so much. So anyway, it's that same feeling. So back to Abuja, send our love back to Abuja. So they're going to talk to the immigration lawyer. Uh, I went lawyer, uh, Camelia, Carmelia, Carmelia, Carmelia yes. Taylor. Now she gets a first and last name, which to me puts her on the level of Paul D. Dolce. Paul D. Dolce, yes, I think she's a. Oops, hit my court. I think she's a real attorney too. She gave me Looks real like attorney it. vibes. She is giving us blurred out background. Yes, so yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. I assume her collection of Beanie Babies are against are, the are against the yeah, probably. <laughs> um. So y'all, his she's she's basically saying. His family uh, uh, can't really come to their wedding because of the visa issues, but he, in their nuptial agreement that the, the blessing, the blessing, the blessing is going to mean he comes back four times a year, every quarter, every quarter. And, and they're like, they're having a good time. The, 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 they're basically the, 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 the lawyers saying all these good things and they're like, well, Everything's gonna be great. It's like, you, but you still need to stay there because you you, you you can't stay away from your wife. That's the whole point of the beast. And he's like, "Yeah, right." Oh, thank you for telling me that. <laughs> it's like I got to keep my con Ooh. going. Yeah, got to keep the golly now, such a good con. Now, then we get to a point where she's like, and then like he's gonna marry another girl here because he needs to have children. And the lawyer goes, "Huh." Um, yeah, you know, there's a law against polygamy in the U.S. And then what? Kimberly says, whoa, <laughs> but it's interesting. You can tell she's of two minds because you can see that and she didn't say it even in her in even yeah. in her in the moment. You can tell she's like, whoa, if he can't do that, then he's not going to marry me. But also. Did I win? Am I going to be the one wife? So it's you can tell it's very much kind of that I, monkey's paw. I wasn't is, that the thing like the monkey's paw? You get the monkey's paw gives you luck, but then it takes something from you. Yes, but usually that's the the it, the thing is that is a wish that you would get. Well, that's her wish that <laughs> he'll marry her and not but have but another no wife. One, but no one, no one knows the monkey's paw is going to take something. Yeah, they don't. She didn't know. <laughs> Whatever. I think a catch twenty two is a better way of describing Whatever. that than a monkey's paw. Um, I got my feet in the video, and today. then so maybe don't take the things that I talk about. What? I'm sorry. I was, yeah, you know, I was looking at the camera. <laughs> I was I was having a moment with the intimate portraiters. Um. So she she basically says, I didn't expect this. Now. What I think is she's like, don't worry. That's all like African stuff. No one needs to care about that. Yeah, the so she's like, like married. whatever they do in their country <laughs> is fine. No one. Whatever and, like voodoo they practice, it doesn't even matter. Like Africans are like weird. You know? And Miss Taylor Esquire goes, yeah, it kind of is a legal thing. You do need to abide by American laws if you're going to get married in the U.S. And then one point they're, they're, they're in the moment and Kim was like, I really wish we had talked to an immigration lawyer before we did this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and Usman's like, I am greatly in need of a child. So 
Uh, it, that is. He, it was lovely to hear him say that like he was the baker's wife and in into the woods. Yes. People don't. I need a child. <laughs> no one ever says it that way. I need. I'm, I'm in need actually of a child. in need of a child. Yeah. Or he said of child. I am need of child. Um, and y'all, she is leaving the next day. She's like, okay. Cue the waterworks. Cue the fucking Usman cries, y'all. Good job. I mean, this man is committed. He is the no, Daniel Day Lewis of Nigeria. <laughs> this person is jumping into this. I agree. It's pretty amazing. Y'all, because he doesn't want to be with her. But you think, I mean, when you stop. He loves and, being on TV. When you stop and think about it, he is crying over Kimberly. Because he says, they were driving out there earlier, and he said they want to split their time in Nigeria. Like, he doesn't want to move to the U.S., which he's right. All of his money is made in Nigeria. So that kind of, we talked about that. That yeah. answers our he question. He wants to be an international superstar. And, but you know what? I've decided if this man has been this long with Kimberly and again, he went down on baby girl, Lisa, he deserves he does, to be he, an American. He's earned it. He's earned it. He's I earned agree. it. I agree. He was, give, give him a green card now. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. Close your eyes. No, and just imagine I hate he's down there going my eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he hears mm-hmm. <laughs> He deserves to be in you know America. What? He deserves that and like oh 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 potential potential He deserves Give the man an American flag and let he, him live here. He's worked for it. He has worked for it. He's worked for it. He worked for it a lot more with than... With his tongue. You will get it done. Yeah, a lot more. A lot more than that, Con. I wonder if he's going back yet. I don't know. Be what a piece they. of shit. Um, Y'all, so, we say that to each other all the time. Jake will be like, I don't know, I'm busy, I'm doing this. And I'll just look at him and say, you will get it done. What 90 day things do you say in your house? <laughs> Because what else? That's one of the ones that I say when I'm having a bad day. I'll say, You will get it done. You say that all the time. Um, we both say, Whoa, all the time yeah. now. Um, no, it, that in Love After Lockup. And for some reason, when someone says, Who are, or like, who are you? Like, nice to meet you. And, and you are. And I, and I, always, I always go, I'm Hottie's girl. <laughs> I'm Hottie's girl. <laughs> I, I do. When people say, I like, do. people will go, Hello, Matt. And I go, hello, irrelevant. <laughs> Which is not good to say to people in public. <laughs> no, I'm Hottie's girl and hello, irrelevant. Or two tie expressions. Stop playing on my Stop phone. Stop playing on my phone. <laughs> oh, I'm Hottie's girl. Oh. Oh. Anyway, y'all. Um, Again, y'all. We watched Love After Lock. They and announced the and new she's season. she's got on those so big old good. chiclet veneers. In oh, that last yes. Scene. <laughs> I know. I love it when Boston's like, and you got, and you look at you and your fake teeth. She's like, I know they look good, don't they? <laughs> they look ridiculous. They look ridiculous. <laughs> she's like, look at, she's coming up like, like, a, like a fucking Bernstein bear. <laughs> I'd hang out with her. Ty, of she, course she I would. would be a fun time. I do also walk around the house and sometimes just go, Scott, Scott, Scott. I bet my neighbors think someone named Scott lives there. 
Y'all tell us what lock, love after lockup. Yeah. What love after lockup things you say you or say? night day. Someone make a post in the Sissy Squad and tweet us. Or what do Instagram. you say on the daily? Yeah. Um. What a little bit later, uh, Usman. Y'all. So Usman basically says nothing can stand in our way. It's good. We're going to. And she's like, "Don't make me cry. Don't make me cry. It's fine." Um. And that's basically it, though. Is she leaves and she lumbers crying. off through that airport. And she lumbers just, like she's got a poopy diaper. And, yep, and he just sends her crying, and I just wrote, giving the Nigerian Oscar, whatever that is. Um, We're going to talk about Belay and next, but before that, we're going to take a quick break. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great, MeUndies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. 
And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Poodle We didn't watch this episode together 
We never do. What? We don't. <laughs> no. But I was a little sad that I didn't hear your reaction of what was your response when Bilal said, I'm always nice. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you just screaming and throwing something against the Maybe wall. Maybe when you're summoned by the IRS to do an audit. <laughs> I bet he's real nice then. The thing about him, y'all, the thing about Bilal is nice for him is making the other person feel like they're inadequate. That is that, what that, he's yeah. really good at. He is very good at it. And, and I just, I can't, I want everyone to know if you don't, if you're thinking, if there are Bilal's in your life, or even if you're thinking, why is it that Bilal just creeps me the fuck out even when he's not actively hostile? Because he does that. He makes you feel your people. So the way life is, there are so many people in our lives who just make us feel bad for no reason. Bilal is one of those people. He will, he will talk to you, and his whole goal is to make you feel less than that's his goal. Yeah. He needs you to feel worse about yourself. Well, and it's the worst possible partner to have. It, but I feel like. That's a subconscious thing for him because his conscious goal, I think, is he wants to feel superior. Yes. Because so, he's, he's just thinking about himself. Yeah. But to make you feel superior, then he does. Cause, so that's when, when you try to call him and, and call him on making you feel bad, he acts like he has no idea what you're talking about. Right. Cause that's because he's a narcissist. And he, and he will always make it think it's your problem. He will never admit to it. But there's a part of him that actually believes it's your problem. Yes. That's the problem. That's why people like him aren't fixable. I will say, Utris is a fucking good friend, and oh. she can read him for filth. She knows this game. MVP of MVP. the season. Because when she says she goes hard, I would I would never approve this with anyone other than Bilal. No. I would never approve this tactic. But she is right. But you see, the reason why she did it because she tells Shadow, you have to disarm him. When yeah, she, she said to that, make I him would, uncomfortable. But that's scarier when you're married to someone. I don't think Bilal would do anything physical. He'd be he'd be too worried about how it would look for other people. I think so too. But still, he is all about appearances, y'all. It's a I'm lot. Telling of, you, this is the most dangerous person we've ever seen on Night Day Fiance. We didn't cover Jeffrey. That's true. No, I'm so, talking about dangerous as in a day to day emotional engagement way. More than Mark. Of Mark and Nikki? He was too apparent what his motives would be too apparent. Yeah, that's true. I, you this know, is someone who can pass. As Sissy brought up, and I thought this was a good point, they just, again, shit we don't think about. She brought up, the, I think this was in the Patreon maybe, or maybe Instagram, but um, brought up the timeline specifics, and they said, you know what, I bet... This I was bet, dead on. I think dead on. I bet this was filmed. This has been in my head ever whenever since. Whenever they did the reunion. And y'all remember how pissed off Bilal was at the reunion? So y'all, they, they didn't go to New York for no reason they because went Shida do, wanted to yeah, go to New York. No. They went to do the reunion and they said, let's film in Uterus. And they said, I bet they already had filmed this scene and Bilal was still punishing her. Because Shida says when they came home after that dinner with Uterus, Silent treatment. Bilal gave her the silent treatment and went with bed without saying it. Again, if you're cruelest with, thing you if can you're do. with someone who gives you the silent treatment, who doesn't say, hey, I just need like a few hours to process this. Very different. 
But if they actually just shut you out and give you silence, divorce them, break up with them, get rid of them from your life. That person is a monster. Get out of that relationship. <laughs> I love how I love how absolute that is, but I agree with you. I think that's an ab. If someone gives you a mean, silent treatment, that is an absolute. That is because there is something. It's not about you. But there is trauma that goes back to something you don't know about and you can't – like Brene Brown, you didn't cause it, you can't yeah. cure it, and you can't fix that. And there's a little weird enjoyment in your pain because you're yes. watching they, – the, they're watching you spiral. Spiral. And yeah. I – again, there's a difference if you have someone that says, hey, that was a lot. I need, I need like, some time. Even if I need a night, I'm like – I'm not – I love you, we're good, or yeah. we're okay, but I've got to process this. Yeah. That is very different. And, and if you're listening now and you do that, silent treatment, and you do that just to either make the person realize what they've done, know that that is one of the most hurtful things you can it do is to a someone. Real, if you do that to so someone, yeah, you're re, not a monster, maybe but you're rethink, really hurting somebody the wrong way. Rethink that possibility. Instead of doing the silent treatment, say, you know what, I need a couple of hours to process this and think about this, then I can come back and talk about it. Or let's talk about this tomorrow, but trying giving them the silent treatment without anything back is cruel. It's cruel. It really is. It really it's is cruel. cruel. So, and it doesn't actually, it just makes it worse. Yep. When yep. you do talk about it. Yep. Makes you further apart. So, um, so yes. Yeah, so she talks about like, Chida says, I appreciated that you stuck up for me, um, but that's not what I want, but it is what she wanted. But, so it doesn't worry you that Shida is still seeing this marriage as um, a way to get what she wants out of it, a child, a yoga studio, and it is a strategic chess game. I think actually, I think Shida has something in common with Angela. Mm -hmm. I think she feels unlovable. I kind of agree with you. I think it, that's the root of all of this. It worries me how she approaches these things instead of actually confessing how she feels to him, which she does, but she she reveals her hand and she's she's the thing about it is if she wants to play the game, great. She's not good at it. She's very trusting. Yeah. She has a naivete. And also, I think Shida's actually, and maybe I'm wrong. We've said this. I said this about SK, and I was wrong on Love is Blind. But I think Shida's a really good person. Mm -hmm. And I think that she just, and I, I think she assumes that everyone else is going to be a really good person. I don't think she's read The Sociopath Next Door. No. I don't think she's probably, I'm not saying her life is easy, but I'm saying I bet she hasn't had a lot of interactions with people like Bilal before close interactions I'm telling you y'all and that's why she thinks this can work out this is one of those things trust every gut bodily reaction if someone makes the hair on your neck stand up if someone makes your gut drop if you're feeling awful with them all the time there is a reason mm -hmm. I guarantee you if I met Bilal in person my whole body would tell me yeah. I, there's just something about him. I I mean, maybe he would charm me, but damn, his eyes seem so soulless and empty to me. Yeah. Um, and again, scares the shit out of me. And the bus is coming, darling. <laughs> so I think Utrus is like I said, Utrus is in the back, <laughs> opening the back door and saying, "Get in." Yes. Um. So so um, Utrus even says. 
he builds walls around himself. And <laughs> poor Cody, he's gonna get it too. People are blowing up in, about sister wives and Cody. Well, he's having the shit of a season. It could not be sweeter. Um, because sorry to be decided. No, he has built this. He and he is has, it now all crumbling down mm-hmm. on him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. And it's fed. It's Chef's kiss to watch. But Janelle's probably gonna leave soon. Um, if not this season, the next season. She's got an RV, y'all. It's just a step away. <laughs> Didn't the other one already leave? Christine, yeah. So now She's another going one's going to leave? Sorry, North Carolina. Yeah. And it'll just be him and Robin just sitting there with nothing to say to one another. And Mary will, Mary will be somewhere in her bird aviary which talking one's, to female golfers. Which one's Janelle? Or which one's, oh, Mary. Okay, I know now. Because Mary's the, she was the first one. Yeah. Mary's yeah. first wife. Janelle's second wife. Janelle's the one who earns all the money. Ah. Uh, yeah. I'm like four episodes behind, so don't come at me. I plan to catch up over Thanksgiving because y'all know I love me some sister wives. You should watch that show with Mother Poodle. She'd be so confused. I still want you to watch one of our shows with your mother, maybe even Love After Lockup. And just document it? And report that to her. It was interesting watching that with my dad. Like I told I, you, it really taught him a lot about I, addiction. She won't. She won't. Allow it to be filmed, but should I record her? No, you don't have to record her. I just want, I would love for you to watch it with her and then just tell us about the experience, what she said on the podcast. And interview, and like, just interview her and see what her responses were. You can just ask her, yeah, or just what she says. Say, Mom, watch the show. I want to know, I just want to know all the questions she asks you and all the things she says. No, she would say, why are these people doing this? Not, hey, because this season sucks, but like, love after lockup. No, she was like, these people are screwed up in the head. <laughs> I would love to just hear her. I don't know more work for you. Just watch it and then see what she says. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> so Utrus does say, you brought this up earlier. You have to disarm him. You have to make him uncomfortable. This isn't bad advice. No, because she what, said. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But what, what this is, is I don't think Bilal would do anything to harm her. But what it would do this would make Shida's life even more uncomfortable for a while. Yeah, very um, much so. Because Utrecht said, and this is, again, Utrecht is so smart because she's talking about her experience. And she said, he acted like the whole thing, because Shida said, you came in a little hot. And she said, that's not in their culture. She said, I did. She's like, I apologize. She said, and I want to apologize. But he did use some words I didn't like. And she said, and he acted like the whole thing was my fault. Does he do that with you sometimes? <laughs> I went. And when she asked that at Shida, Shida was speechless. I know. She couldn't say a word. Y'all, that was one of the most compelling moments this season where Shida just went. She couldn't say anything because she didn't want to throw her husband under the bus. But she was thinking, every fucking time we have a conversation, he does that. Every time. And I- you- See why she got hyped up and kind of and and brave on the tell-all, y'all. If you have, if if you have empathy that kind of goes up on the charts, and if you're like me, if you're a Libra, if, if you're a Libra, if you're a justice a person, Libra. a Libra, if you're a Libra, if you're a justice person, and you're watching Bilal treat Shida this way, everything in you cries out. Every time he says something to her, and for me, uh, it it's this is hard to watch. Is is in a different way of empathy in that it just feels so 
Like I will, we'll not watch the show and I'll think about Shida Me and too. wonder if she's okay it's because it's so real. It's so real. Yeah. Ugh. You can't fake this y'all. You can't fake this. You can't. And Shida responds to, he does deflect, deflect a lot. And Utra says, that's what I mean, hon. That's what he does. He deflects. Later on, um, uh, Utra says, before we go, she says, divorce is not an option. Utra says, I believe you should have the future you've always wanted. I want that for you. It's a yeah. good friend. She's a and good then, friend. And then we're back at the hotel. Back at the hotel. Bilal is just reading on his fucking candle, uh, probably Machiavelli, um, <laughs> and uh, tells, she's like, you know, uh, I just needed to tell you that Eustress was offended. She's like, that's funny, because I want an apology from her. He brought that up twice. It's like, as he long brought- as she gives me an apology... I mean, y'all, he is textbook <laughs> narcissist. I know. It's textbook. It's absolutely just glaring. It's glaring. Glaring. You guys, if you are with someone who in re- any way remotely That's, reminds you of Bilal, it's leave that. I'm just telling people to leave. In the night. But I'm, in the leave night. The, leave the night. Divorce him or her. Be gone. I, I promise you, you will have a happier it's life. It's interesting because it's one of the reasons I, it's the only thing I'm glad at about this is on television is people can see their Bilal in their yeah. significant others because, you know, this is so dangerous. These people are insidious. They want to control you. They, they, they need to be with someone because they need to steal their life force. It's why I still like this show. And even like if you look at the family Libby, there are people with families like that who are just pointing fingers and not take responsibility. There are relationships that people have like Angela and Michael, Michael that are just once trying to one-up each other with yeah. jealousy. Um. So y'all, if you don't see yourself somehow in Ninety Day Fiance, you watching it wrong. And if you see yourself in Ed and Liz, whoa, uh, <laughs> there's no hope. <laughs> I don't know in this season. I will say that sometimes I watch Darcy and Stacy. <laughs> yes, I can. I, Darcy I see, hits home. I see myself in a lot of Darcy and Stacy. I see myself a lot in those two women. <laughs> a lot, which is why we love them, y'all. They're coming back. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. No, they're everyone. They're uh, uh, that's that's yeah. I had one girl say, "Yeah, you said everybody's either Darcy or Stacey." She's like, "Yeah, that's not me." And I just I kind of judged her as a sissy, and I was like, "Just wait, girl." Yeah, you are. Either you're Darcy and Stacy, y'all, or you're Georgie, and you don't want to be Georgie. Golly, what a piece of shit he turned out to be. So they're kind of talking, big dick, and yeah, totally. And he basically, she's like, you know, some things were, Yutra says, some things were said, and I didn't really sleep well last night. And Bilal's like, what do you mean? I was kind of in a joking mode. Again. Gaslighter. That, that, y'all, that, we, did anyone think Bilal is joking? Because the thing, what is great? Because he was smiling and not smiling. smiling with his eyes. And the thing is, he doesn't know what to do because... He uses capital over people to control them. Yeah. Whether it's business or whether it's his, it's his children or it, whether it's his ex-wife that he gives money to. Yeah. Or it's in the wife that loves him. These people all have a, some type of allegiance 
or something they're in quote in bed with him on that they can't fully call him out. Utrus has nothing. Yeah, exactly. That's and why he, she's dangerous to him. And, and he's is, actually scared of her. He, yep. Ding, ding. Um, Where's that thing? <laughs> no, y'all, that, you, can, you can actually see Bilal fear someone for yeah, the first time. Yeah, it's glorious. Y'all, uh, she's going to be at the tell-all, and it's going to yeah, be good. She will. Now, she mentions talk about the baby, and also, actually, that she mentions the clarity on getting about the pernerp. Perner. And she's like, kids and Ugh. the yoga studio. And he's like, well, I never really mentioned studio. studio. Perhaps. You've got to get a business a license. A business off the ground. Let's get the business off the ground first. And, and y'all, Utrus That is not what he said. No. Utrus doesn't even flinch. She goes in. She's like, well, then let's move on. What about the baby? You said... You know, there's a 5%, we found out there's a 5% chance of having a child. And he's like, well, I figure that one and a half to two years to three years, any of that timing, will do it. It's up to three years. It's not three years and it stops. But someone's digging themselves out of a hole. And y'all, it's not working. It's not working. And well, need, it ain't a work. It ain't a work. I need Utrecht's Instagram. I want to follow her. And, and she's like, listen. What if Shida is pregnant six months from now? And he's like, <laughs> and you see his brain short circuit a little bit. Yeah. He goes, well, you know, praise to Allah. Yeah. All praise, praise to Allah. And she's like, great. And then Utrecht says in her in the moment, so if I just tell my friend to stop taking birth control pills and she gets pregnant, problem solved. Now, I do not advocate this. I don't advocate this <laughs> except for Bilal except for I don't advocate this because I don't want her to have a baby with him I agree because she's well, going to be more indebted it, here, here's it, the problem God's here. rejection is your protection Shida here's, here's the issue here if this was ever announced he would use this against her for the rest of their life he'll together. use everything for the rest of her life that's why you have to, to be blameless for him you, she needs, he will use whatever he can against you. The best thing for this relationship is for her to get out of it. Or for him to, uh, us to show up with the bus. Hank, Hank. <laughs> Come on out below. We got, some, we got a surprise party for you. <sighs> shh, shh. He said no. And that, he thinks it's a surprise party. And this, he's going to punish her again even more because did you hear Bilal say and it's in the moment he went, wow, Shida tells her friend everything. Yeah. And I wrote, he will punish her for that. Oh. I just. Because Bilal's like, you know, I thought some things were private. Well, Bilal, when you're making someone's marriage miserable, God, this poor, you know, I've said, I've said before, I think I said, you know, I can't feel sorry for it more for Shida. She knows what she's getting into. And every week I feel more and more sorry for her. I do feel sorry. Cause I, I think I realize if you do read the books like Sociopath Next Door, you read even like Dirty John or what you see that when someone truly is dealing with somebody that is a sociopath and or a narcissist. Uh, it's like I said, was talking about something else to someone, and I said it's like you 
you analyze every drop of rain instead of realizing you're in a hurricane. Ooh, ooh, yes. And the, and as every drop comes, you look at that drop of rain and you look at that. And that's why it is so critically important to listen to the people you trust in mm-hmm. your life because Uterus is trying to save this woman. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's going to work. They're going to be together a while, I think, sadly. Yeah. That's the show! Yay! <laughs> Y'all bet you're happily ever after. Right? That's everybody, right? Yep. That's everybody. Yeah. All right, everybody. Golly, I can't believe I'm... But... I hope we didn't get any cement No, we're going to. We're going to. Oh, did you... Oh, 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 oh. Watching Christina saying, we want to meet your family submit, and I went, yes! I can't wait With to see both fucking, of them go in on Mama Submit. I can't fucking wait for that to happen. And I hope they like hire a translator. That would be smart. So That's submit, so submit can't either nice things up, and she can't say all those shitty things about Jenny. Yep. Oh, oh. I don't think they'll do that because I don't think Jenny is on top of things as much as she could be. Yeah, she's a chicken in a hen house. Bless her heart. Yeah. All right, everybody, that's the show. You know the drill. Go to realitygates.com. That's the website. It's not porn anymore. You can find us on Instagram, Reality Gaze Podcast. You can find us on TikTok, Reality Gaze. Um, also, y'all, um, we just, again, we talked about it last episode, but go on our meme and on Instagram or TikTok. What are your, who wore it better? Who wore the American <laughs> flag better? Poodle is Aunt Samantha or <laughs> Angela. DC or is Angela. Or is Angela. As- Betty Ross, Betsy Ross's slutty cousin. Yeah, Betsy Ross's slutty. Who wore it better? We want to know what y'all think. Go and vote for us. Um, hey, our if six- you don't vote for me, I don't want to talk to you. Sissy Squad is I now. I want to win. Sissy Squad is now ten thousand people strong. Yes. You told me I didn't know that. Apparently, we missed giving away ten thousand dollars to someone. We're never giving away ten thousand dollars. <sighs> Neither of us have that money. Well, we could maybe. If you wouldn't spend it all on Go Go Boys, we might have something. You wouldn't spend it all on costumes. Fire. <laughs> fire, 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 fair, 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 fair. All right, but still, y'all, join us in the Sissy Squad. That's our it's, Poodle and I are getting less involved just because we're getting busy with stuff. But it's still a fun fan group. We have fun in there. We're I do want to mention we're going to be doing on. We always do <clears throat> self promotion Saturday, and aren't we doing like a whole weekend thing with the, with Thanksgiving? You know, I should say the wrong things. Jackie will get mad at me. We're doing she made a, a post snooze around Thanksgiving. We're doing a snooze around Thanksgiving, and then I think the week after. Or like, are we doing a thing? Oh, yeah, this is what we're doing. On Thanksgiving Day, we're snoozing. But on Black Friday and on Saturday, we're doing the sissy self-promotion. Some we're doing the So if y'all are selling your shit, snooze on Thanksgiving. your shit, yeah. that's a great time for you to post it. So you can do that all. We have fun in there. Yeah. Um, anything else? Poodle, I think that's it. No, that's it. We ca- Kate Casey, December 3rd. Get your tickets on our link tree. We call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, Poods? Yes. And if you just found out that America doesn't allow polygamy from an immigration lawyer. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Did I win? I hope I still won. Hope I won. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but 
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.